If you are pregnant or you've recently had a baby, this podcast is for you. I am your host, Kath Bequee, a physiotherapist working in women's health and mum of three. Inside my online program, Fitness Mama, I just love helping support women to care for their bodies during pregnancy, prepare their bodies for birth and support their after birth recovery, helping them feel confident and strong inside out during this important stage of their lives. In this podcast, join me each week as we dive into all things pregnancy care, childbirth and postnatal recovery, helping you through every step of the journey. It is absolutely possible to feel amazing and confident in our bodies during this motherhood journey, and I want that for you. Come and say hi to me on Instagram at fitnessmama, and let's dive into today's episode. Hello, and welcome back to the Pregnancy, Birth and Recovery podcast. Today's episode is perfect if you are pregnant or you're planning on a future pregnancy. It has, this is actually a question that has been asked by a member inside Fitness. So if you don't know, every single week I jump on our, inside our live, I jump into our Facebook group and I answer a question or all the questions that the members have. So this was a very new um, member who had just joined and What she wrote, I'll just read out her question. It might be easiest. I've been doing Pilates once a week for the past year. I'm now hearing some information that it's best to avoid Pilates or certain Pilates exercises in the first trimester, especially abdominal exercises. I'd love to know if this is correct or not. For context, I'm currently seven weeks pregnant with my first pregnancy. So... They're worried that they shouldn't be doing specific exercises during pregnancy and especially the first trimester of pregnancy. So it is a great um, question I thought to answer in with this podcast because I know a lot of you are pregnant or you are planning a future pregnancy. Okay, so let's jump straight into it. Pregnancy is a time when there are a lot of changes happening to our body. We've got hormonal changes, there's mechanical changes, postural changes. So pregnancy is a time when there are certainly a lot of changes happening to the body. There's hormonal changes, there's mechanical changes, there's postural changes. Our body is changing in more than one way. There Uh, I'm first of all going to discuss the benefits of exercising during pregnancy. Then let's go into the considerations and my advice when it comes to exercising during pregnancy. I do just want to say, if you have got any specific medical conditions or concerns or questions, please do consult your healthcare provider. This is general information only, and I always say this with every single podcast episode, but it doesn't substitute that individualized assessment, diagnosis, and treatment. So that is my very first point is when exercising during pregnancy, do just have a chat to your doctor and get that medical tick of approval because they will be able to base their recommendations on your specific conditions and situation. Right. This is a really good refresher. Even if you know the benefits of exercising, let's have a quick refresh because if nothing else, it's motivating to hear these beautiful effects 
and benefits of exercising during pregnancy. And this list here is courtesy of the Better Health VicGov website, um, which I'm just reading the dot points because it's, I just thought it was a really lovely summary. Number one on the list, enjoyment. So hopefully we can find an exercise or something that we do that we enjoy and makes us feel good about us. Increased energy, improved fitness, reduced back pain and pelvic pain. And that's huge because so many of us during pregnancy do get back pain and pelvic pain. Unfortunately, that stops a lot of us exercising. But I do just want to put in this side note, if this is you, I highly encourage you to have a think about what exercises could you do to help improve your back pain or help um, prevent yourself getting weaker during this time. So what can you do to help manage your situation? If you're not sure, as you know, there's a seven-day free trial for Fit Inside Fitness Mama. We've got heaps of pelvic girdle and back pain-friendly workouts. So don't let the back pain and pelvic girdle pain stop you from exercising. But on the flip side, don't push into pain, even if you have this back pain and pelvic pain. Like, Don't ignore it. Let's manage it. Okay, keep going. <laughs> Let's keep going. So we've got decreased risk of pregnancy complications such as preeclampsia and pregnancy-induced hypertension. Preparation for the physical demands of labor. We know labor can sometimes go for many days sometimes and it is way longer than a marathon and we want to get our body in best peak um, position possible. Fewer complications in delivery. Faster recuperation after labour. Prevention and management of urinary incontinence. So that's accidental leaking of urine, faeces, wind. Improved posture, which on the side note can help to improve or reduce your risk of aches and pains. And that waddle, you know, the waddle walk, the pregnancy walk. Improved circulation, weight control, stress relief and all those beautiful mental health benefits, reduced risk of anxiety and depression, improved sleep, management of insomnia and increased ability to cope with the physical demands of motherhood. So I know you probably know all these things, but even like even I love reading these lists, the, the, all the benefits of exercising during pregnancy because it is motivating. I, we do this for a reason. We're not just doing it because we've been told to do it, hopefully. <laughs> hopefully we're exercising because we enjoy it, we know it benefits, we're doing it for short-term gain and long-term gain. Right, now let's discuss some considerations to exercising during pregnancy. So this person was really, who sent in this question was concerned, they'd heard that there were some Pilates exercises to avoid, especially in the first trimester and especially with abdominal exercises. So let's just break this down. In general, with the first trimester, I highly recommend you avoid overheating during exercise. So it's not the time for hot yoga, not the time to be going out on a 40 degree day for, you know, a really long hot walk. Perhaps you might want to exercise inside um, in the air conditioning. So just have a think that you think about whether or not you're letting your body overheat. Secondly, 
um, during pregnancy, and this is all trimesters, we want to be aware of rapid changes in position. For example, let's not stand up too quickly because we do have blood pressure changes happening in the body and we don't want you getting lightheaded. Lying on the back to exercise, supine exercise. This is a little bit contentious. The jury is out. But I recommend after the first trimester, let's find different abdominal exercises to do that don't involve lying supine or lying on the back. So jury is out, as I mentioned. There's low quality evidence. There's some conflicting evidence. Whether or not you're, if you go onto the, online recommendations for RANSCOG, which is the Royal Australian New Zealand College of Obstetricians and Gynecology. That's different to like the Australian government guidelines, which is different to the American guidelines. Like there's so much contradiction in all the different guidelines. Some of them say no lying on your back at all during pregnancy. Some of them say no lying on your back after 30 weeks. Others say it's fine to lie on your back. So I just think until we've got some better quality exercise and there's a bit more um, agreement with this, I should have said the theory behind lying on your back when you're exercising is the weight of the baby is pushing on all the blood vessels that supply the baby. So you might feel fine. You might not not notice any changes, but your baby is theoretically, and some research has shown it reduces a blood flow supplying the baby. So I think there are so many beautiful types of exercises out there, abdominal exercises. There's so many different variations available. We don't actually need to exercise lying on our back because there's so many other options. So why do it? Look, I might be jumping you know, on this podcast in 12 months' time with some different recommendations based on some new updated research. But at the moment, I just think, do the benefits, like, benefits outweigh the negatives? Like, what what's the benefit of doing it when there's so many other options available? Benefits versus risk, that's what I was trying to say. Okay, the other considerations with exercising during pregnancy is if you've never exercised before, As I said before, go get your medical clearance, but let's build up slowly and um, gradually. But if you are a regular exerciser, then the guidelines are actually the same as for anyone exercising. So it's 30 minutes of moderate intensity on most days. Really highly recommend a combination of cardio, strength, mobility, core, balance. So so we're wanting to get the hot a beautiful, well-rounded, holistic, like, types of exercise. Walking is fantastic. Love walking. It's free. Gets you out in the fresh air. Um, It's easy. But I do think if you are a walker, it's amazing. But have a think about, is there anything you can do to help complement your walking? And I know I'm biased, but This is where the home-based Pilates that you can do from the comfort of your home, like Fitness Mama, where it's got a combination of cardio, strength, mobility, core, like everything you need to stay healthy and well during pregnancy and postpartum. Now, in terms of, this is getting to the heart of the question about abdominal exercises. Here we're talking 
about protecting our abdominals during pregnancy. We know during pregnancy that your abdominals stretch, which is obvious. Your baby's getting bigger, your baby's growing, and your tummy muscles, your abdominals all stretch with it. So we know that 100% of women will have some degree of diastasis by the end of their pregnancy. So we all have it. And to be honest, how much you have, like the separation of your abdominal muscles, the diastasis that we're talking about, is probably more determined by genetics than anything else. So during pregnancy, I like to avoid any heavy peaking, tenting, doming, the Toblerone effect. (laughs) They're all words used to describe this diastasis. So let's say you're doing a bit of a sit-up, whether or not that's from sitting to standing, um, or you're doing some type of exercise and or plank and you're noticing a peaking at the front of your tummy area. This is what I'm this is what we're referring to when we mean that when we're talking about the diastasis. So again, my take, it's similar to the lying on your back. Our abdominal muscles are already so overstretched. They're, they're really stretched with pregnancy. And there are plenty of abdominal exercises out there that don't cause peaking and tenting and diastasis. So with all the workouts that I provide inside Fitness Mama, for example, we focus on the foundations. We focus on those weakest links, those muscles that are getting stretched during pregnancy. So the deep abdominals, the pelvic floor, We're focusing on recruiting the abdominals in a way that's not causing an uncontrolled stretch in the peaking or the diastasis. So as I said, if you're curious about some safe pregnancy workouts that you can do to focus on your abdominal muscles, then come and join our seven-day free trial. There's no particular exercise that I say don't do during pregnancy. You might have two different people and one of one who is super strong can tolerate a full plank beautifully with lovely posture and then you've got someone else who perhaps can't even tolerate a knee plank and we need to modify the knee plank. So that's why there's a lot of gray areas. There's no black and white. Everyone is different. And just to give you a bit of an idea how I how we do this inside Fitness Mama, when we are demonstrating exercises, we provide levels and then we discuss during the exercise how to progress to the next level or if you are ready to progress to the next level. For example, level one of an abdominal series might be in one position and then, okay, let's try level two, keep an eye out for X, Y and Z, If this is all feeling good, you can try level three. This is how you do level three of this exercise. Keep an eye out for, you know, X, Y, and Z. And and then final option, boosted up option is level four. And so we, it's very much like layers of an onion and you might go through only doing level one until you've had your baby and then you can, you know, beautifully progress through your levels. Or we've got some women in pregnancy who are doing levels three and four. So that's just an example if you're not sure. Like it doesn't, it shouldn't be complicated. Let's make it easy. Let's make it fun. 
But just so that you know, there are so many beautiful options available. Don't be worried about what you're doing. If in doubt, come and get the support you need. I think that's it. Hopefully I answered that question. (laughs) A long answer to a short question, but I love all these questions that do come through. If you have a question you'd like me to answer, drop me a line on Instagram at fitnessmama. Just send me a DM and I would love to hear from you. Uh, Once more, if you would like to come and join us for a free seven-day trial, just simply head to fitnessmama.com and the link is in the show notes. Have a lovely week, everyone, and I look forward to you joining me very soon for another episode of the Pregnancy, Birth and Recovery podcast. Catch you soon. Thanks for listening to the Fitness Mama podcast brought to you by the Fitness Mama freebies found at www.fitnessmama.com forward slash free. So please take a few seconds to leave a review, subscribe so you don't miss an episode and be sure to take a screenshot of this podcast, upload it to your social media and tag me at Fitness Mama so I can give you a shout out too. Until next time, remember an active pregnancy, confident childbirth and strong postnatal recovery is something that you deserve. Remember our disclaimer, materials and contents in this podcast are intended as general information only and shouldn't substitute any medical advice, diagnosis or treatment. I'll see you soon.